Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We have discussed in levels of in-depth the idea of social contagion. When you take a look at the transgender movement, feel the air quotes, it would be unserious to think that this is all natural. Far from it. It is social contagion. This is a way to get attention. This is a way to be cool. This is a way to fill the problem in my life, the issue that I'm already having. And then look at the pressure play put on it. Oh, you'll be special. Oh, you'll be important. Oh, we won't tell your parents. Oh, we'll do this. Oh, you can do that. Oh, you're so brave. As if somehow making this declaration that I am not what I am, but rather I am something different. And you have to somehow accept this and celebrate this. That's going to cure what ails me. Well, it doesn't. We've seen this time and again. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. But there is no doubt that the spread of such a theory and such a thought process is social contagion. It is not natural at all. While you can argue that people have levels of attraction here and there and everywhere, we are not discussing attraction. We are discussing the belief that you are not what you are. And then coupled with that, all of those who proudly want to state it is okay to say you are not what you are. What a radical position to take. It is a radical position to tell somebody, not only can you say you are not what you are, but other people have to buy into you not being what you are, and they have to cheer it, and they have to celebrate it. What an odd, strange position, and certainly not something that I would ever be a part of. But one cannot deny that it's working. A survey... Conducted by the Brown Daily Herald, this is Brown University, spring survey found that 38% of students self-reported as LGBTQ+. Oh, okay. In the fall of 2010, that number was 14%. So in a matter of 13 years, it's near triple? No, it's not. It's social contagion. Gallup put out a poll of U.S. adults in February answering this question. 7.2% identify as LGBT. What kind of what kind of thing are we supposed to take from this? Are we supposed to take from this that everybody's been totally silent about this? Really hot, keeping it on the DL and now they just feel okay to talk about it? Or is everybody uh, stated or far too many people say, well, it makes me cool. It makes me interesting. It makes me important. Oh, I'm a part of this group. Look at all the privileges of that group. You want to know why I oppose special classes? Why I oppose the idea that all the animals are equal, but some are more equal than others, and this group needs special protections, and that group needs special protections? Because, well, it's clearly and completely un-American. You want your gay? Okay. Special privileges? None. Special rights? None. Special protections? None. 
The Constitution is your protections. Have a nice day. I'm Jewish. There is no group of people, according to the FBI, more focused on for what they call hate crimes as Jews. Do I believe in hate crimes legislation? Nope. I actually fight it here in the state of Indiana. I fight it all the time. And the Jews who push for it, they're wrong. Jews are not special flowers. They don't need special protections. A crime against somebody who's Jewish is not more of a crime than against somebody who's Christian. What a ridiculous thing to think. What a hateful thing to think. If Jews want to get serious about protecting themselves from growing anti-Semitism, which is real, buy guns, buy ammo, get trained, grow up. Grow up. There's an argument that's made by, I think it's Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League. It's a very ignorant argument. The argument that he makes is that even if Jews were armed uh, during the Holocaust, they could not have beaten the Nazi machine. That's true, but that's not the point. If Jews were armed during the Holocaust, at least they could have taken one of the bastards with them. That's the argument. And I'm sick and tired personally of namby-pamby rabbis out there who don't explain to their congregation that their job paramount is to protect and defend themselves. If God didn't want you to protect and defend yourself, he wouldn't have invented the Glock. If God didn't want Jews to protect and defend themselves, he wouldn't have invented the Israeli Defense Forces. Grow up, buy a gun, buy ammo, get trained. Stop thinking that somehow the problem is just going to go away. Force it to go away. Or it's really, you got to accept the fact that it's never going to go away. You just got to be prepared for it. Training helps. Education helps. They're not one or the other. You got to do both at the same time. But the trend here, the trend here of the social contagion is very, very real. People are told you're special if you say you're trans. You're special if you do this or that. Remember, being gay isn't even special enough. Being gay is so passe. You got to be super ultra this or you got to be trans that. Just being, you know, gay and living your life, not enough. Nowhere near enough. You lazy bastard, you got to be all down for the cause, and you got to be going to this rally, and you got to be flying this flag. Oh, no, no, not just a basic rainbow flag. What are you, like 100 years old? It's got to have 42 different colors and nine different shapes. And, oh, don't worry, tomorrow it'll be different, so be prepared to change it, unless, of course, you're not woke. Oh, it sounds exhausting. Sounds totally exhausting. But you want me to believe that 38% of the students are actually LGBTQ? I don't. No. Social contagion nonsense. You want me to believe that all these kids talking about transgender, this and that, really are? Of course not. It's social contagion. It's abuse by adults. And the people who promote it and defend it are the most despicable people out there. I mean, they're despicable, hateful, rotten people. And you should not be afraid to say so. Also, we should note we're talking about the, uh, when it comes to kids. When it comes to adults, go live your life. I just don't believe the number at, at, at Brown University. I, it's, it's, it's total nonsense. It's all social contagion. But adults are different than kids. We should be clear about that. 
But this leads us into a conversation about Megan Rapino. She hates women. Megan Rapino is with U.S. Women's Soccer. She hates women. Oh, she's all about Colin Kaepernick. She's all about taking a knee for the national anthem. She's all about pay equity. The U.S. Women's National Team is very, very good and actually very exciting as I see it. I like soccer. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan. The U.S. defeating Canada in the CONCACAF, you may not have seen it on, uh, was it Sunday night? But holy cow, they were down 2-1. They were in the second overtime. Uh, the How that goal happened, the penalty kicks, it was good. It was very, very, I know, you're like, Tony, it's soccer. Could you please not? And I'm like, you listen to me. I'm a multifaceted person. You just, you just leave me be. Meg Rapino hates women. She's all about feminism, right? She's all about equal pay. Well, you can't get equal pay if men's soccer brings in more money than women's soccer. But if there is a payment from the federal government to be a part of the team, I could see that because you're part of a team, they're part of a team, therefore. But in terms of uh, the pros, no, 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 get out of here. The WNBA will never pay what the NBA does because people don't want to watch the WNBA. They want to watch the NBA. And if it wasn't for the NBA, the WNBA wouldn't exist. Stop thinking it would. Don't kid yourself on any level. Now, that's not true of all women's sports. I believe that in golf and in tennis, for example, these sports would clearly still exist. I believe that in soccer it would still exist. Soccer is wildly popular worldwide. It's definitely, uh, it definitely continues to grow in popularity uh, amongst women. Here in, in, in my area, in Indianapolis, there's something called the Indy 11, which is USL. So there's Major League Soccer, and then there's USL. And the Indy 11 are great. Well, the Indy 11 now has a women's team. They're insanely good. Like, I think they've got like a, like a, a semifinals uh, coming up, uh, which is actually going to take place in town. Like, they're, they're extremely good, and I think they can have their own fan base and be able to be profitable in their own way, exclusive of the men's team, even if it's not as profitable as the men's team. I think they could do it based on what I know, and I, someone could tell me I'm wrong, but I'm saying that there are teams, women's teams, that absolutely can survive. The WNBA is not one of those teams or leagues, I should say, that could survive. But Megan Rapinoe is now making the argument that she supports, absolutely supports and welcomes transgender athletes onto the U.S. women's national team, even if that athlete replaced a biological woman. So a man can say they're a woman and be on the U.S. women's national team, and she's fine with it. She says this as she announces her retirement. She's retiring at the end of the season. She's going to play the World Cup. Why can't we just replace her with a guy right now? I mean, she's good, but she's not as good as the men. Replace her on the U.S. women's national team for the World Cup. But she's retiring, and now she says this. And she states, you're taking a real woman's place. That's the part of the argument that's still extremely transphobic. I see, she says, I see trans women as real women. What you're saying automatically in the argument, you're sort of telling on yourself already, is you don't believe these people are women. Therefore, they're taking the other spot. I don't feel that way. And then she argues, we as a country are trying to legislate away people's full humanity. Megan Rapino hates women. Megan Rapino is a misogynist, and Megan Rapino wants women to take a back seat to men. If you are unwilling to recognize the difference between men and women, 
and that women are not men and men are not women and say, sure, you could just say you're a woman and take this spot. It's totally fine. You hate women. If your daughter, if your sister looks up to Megan Rapino, they're wrong and you should tell them so. Because Megan Rapino is no role model. Megan Rapino is a terrible, awful bigoted woman. Now, I wonder if the moment will come with Megan Rapino where she's just like, you know what? I'm a man. Like, I don't know if we're leading up to that or not. But what a statement to make. She's also one of the athletes who opposed the Protection of Girls and Women in Sports Act. She is opposed to Riley Gaines protecting women's sports and saying that women should compete against other women, not men. So she is really committed to this idea that women should take a back seat. Because if men are allowed to play women's sports, there will be no women in women's sports. They won't exist. Men are stronger. Men are faster. This is just the straight-up biology, no matter what Katanji Brown Jackson thinks. These are just the facts. Now, that doesn't mean that a woman on the U.S. women's national soccer team isn't better than me at soccer. That's not what it means. It means that if she's 24 and has been playing soccer her whole life, and I take a 24-year-old male who's been playing soccer his whole life, the 24-year-old male will 99.999% of the time be better than that woman. And if he's not, somebody else is. Physically more dominating, faster and stronger. And that woman will not be able to take the field on a women's team because the entire team is made up of men. Oh, I'm sorry. Megan Rapino says they are also women. So not only is Megan Rapino a misogynist, Megan Rapino is ignorant of biology. And she does it all under the guise of being decent. Nothing about this position is decent. This is disgusting. This is disgusting and hateful and bigoted and wrong. And one could argue that the mental status of Megan Rapinoe could at least be questioned. Wait, you think men are women because they say so? Are you okay? Because anybody who is of a rational mind knows that's not the case. And when you tell women, yeah, men can, can say they're a woman and take your place, you're saying you hate women. And you're telling me that women's athletics fights and fights and fights and fights to be able to get pro levels that make sense and reach an audience only to have women not even sitting on the sideline, but sitting at home saying, why bother? It's remarkable how hateful the progressives are. Progressivism is hate. And Megan Rapino is a hateful, hateful progressive. And it is up to women to stand up to her and say that you are wrong. And it's up to all you suburban soccer moms who like to consider yourselves so woke to stand up to Megan Rapino and tell her she's wrong. 
Do you understand what it is you vote for when you continue to vote for these leftists? Oh, look, so woke. Oh, they care so much. Oh, yes, equality. Equality is one thing. This isn't equality. This is about telling women to sit down. When do you realize that the way you vote is just awful? When do you grow up? Start recognizing that the people that you are ostensibly defending are the ones who hate you. I don't hate you. Megan Rapino doesn't think that you exist. She's fine with erasing you. She thinks that anybody can claim they're a woman. So your experiences don't matter. Why do you vote for people who support this? That's crazy town. As for Megan Rapino, I'll be happy to see her off the world stage. I don't think the world stage is any place for hateful people. I'm Tony Katz. So today's Prime Day, AJ, is that it? That's Amazon Prime Day. Yeah, so I'm, I'm on. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. I need a new humidor. And so I'm building a studio. And the plan was to put in cigar lockers. And uh, some people I know are going to get a, their own their own locker in, in my in my, in my studio. Fingers Malloy would have one, and et cetera. As I'm designing out, I don't actually think I have the room because I need the studio space, right, for for the for this show and for 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 eat, drink, smoke, the cigar and bourbon show. So I'm like, all right, I need. I'll just get a a tall standing uh, one of those electric humidors, uh, like refrigerator humidors. Uh, and so now I'm looking on Amazon Prime uh, for that. And I was explaining to 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 AJ during the, the break that I need one that holds a thousand cigars. And he's like, what are you talking about? Do you, what what do you not understand about what I do? What what don't we get about the, the things that I do? I I need a series of of I need something that can really hold and really work. And yes, there are times I buy things by the box and I give things away and I review things. The idea that I have 500, 600 cigars at any one time, not awkward at all. I brought so many cigars back from this cigar conference I was just at that um, that I had to pull out a humidor I wasn't using anymore and and put everything in there. So I I, I need one. But I'm looking at the things on Amazon Prime Day. I'm like, this is not going to work. This is so I don't know if I'm going to be able to take advantage of Prime. I don't think it's going to bring me what I need. I mean, some of these are pretty, but I just don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're big enough. I I I'll, I'll look. I'll look. But if anybody has a, I'm looking. I'm looking at refrigerated humidors. If anybody has one that they like, um, let me know. Uh, Tony and TonyCats.com. Let me know. I'll take a look. See see what you got. I I feel like I can get something. And also, I won't get anything made in China. Not a single thing made in China. It will not, it will not happen. Just won't do it. So, there's that. Speaking of my trip to Vegas, can I share with you what I think is leading to air rage. It's the TSA. Oh, and companies that hate people who fly on their on their airline. I 
Find everything at TonyCats.com. Stick around for that story. This is Tony Katz today. So I will admit to you that I am still exhausted from my trip to Vegas. And it comes from taking the early morning flight out. And and I, I could have taken a, a different flight. First, holy crap, are flights expensive? I mean, this is getting crazy. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. And the new book, Let's Go Barbecue, Recipes, Tips, and Tales from the Pit. Let's Go BBQ. Find it at Amazon.com. Getting five-star reviews. Perfect birthday gift. If you haven't gotten Dad a Father's Day gift yet, make that happen. You want to buy the Christmas gifts now? Do it before UPS goes on strike. Get 300 copies. Give them to all your friends. Let's Go Barbecue, available at Amazon.com. I should have I should have taken a different flight, but Fingers Malloy, who I do eat, drink, smoke with, uh, the Cigar and Bourbon show, he had to get back early, and we were in Vegas for this cigar uh, conference, this trade show from something called the Premium Cigar Association. So it's where the manufacturers and the accessories makers meet the retailers. And so people are talking about new products and what they're going to have uh, for, for their shops, and you get to sample a lot of cigars. I smoked an outrageous number of cigars. I came back with 80 which is a smaller haul. Last two times was about 110. Um, but um, I, I got to meet some really good people, really get into stories. And, you know, we do it differently than a, a lot of the other blogs that eat, drink, smoke, because they're like, give us the details of this and give me the, the regions and really break it down. Uh, we want to hear about the, the industry. We want to hear about trends and what's going on. So we have a much different uh, uh, approach in, in what it is uh, that, that we're doing. But that's not the story. A great time. Um, the flight's at 6 a.m. And this is not a conversation of just uh, the fact that I, I just can't do these early morning flights because it involves staying up all night because you just don't think you're going to get the sleep, which is the mistake I made. No. This is the story of how the TSA is to blame for air rage. The TSA and the airlines are guilty This is what's causing air rage, and they need to change what they do. And the only way that's going to happen is if we demand it in a very, very forceful way. Now, I flew Spirit Airlines. I do not blame Spirit. Don't laugh at me. That's what I took. It's because I was saying the flights are crazy expensive. I don't know how anybody does anything. But what I should have done has been like, screw it, I need the first class seat, but but fingers need to get back early. So we ended up in the exit row, and I took the early flight. My mistake. I love Fingers Malloy. Uh, I, I have to fly the way I fly. I can't fly for others. I only can fly for me. That's it. That's not the story. The story is, we get to the airport three hours early. You ask me, Tony, why? We got this text. TSA thinks we're going to be very busy and that this is happening, that's happening, so they request you get there three hours early. You can only imagine the insanity that's been going on. In airports, we're like, you know what? So we'll hang out there. It's early in the morning. It doesn't matter. We'll do it. We take the Uber. We get to the airport. There's really no one there. Oh, okay. So uh, we'll, we'll waste an extra hour. It's totally fine. We... Head to the kiosk because there are no people. This is how it starts. This is how the road rage starts. Not the road rage, the air rage. This is how it starts. 
There are no people. You have to check yourself in. You have to rely on a computer. So not only do you check yourself in, it prints out the tag, the luggage tag. You know, the thing that goes around, your bag knows where to go or they know where to send your bag. You have to do it yourself. So now you're like, well, why did this ticket cost so much money if I'm doing all this myself? And it's starting to build. So you put the tag on and you don't know how to do it straight. It's all askew. You're like, this is ridiculous. And then you go to drop off your bag and you know how this is done. You put the bag on the scale. You give them your ID, which that part I get. They make sure the bag is the proper weight. They put it on the conveyor belt. It goes to the baggage people and then it gets to the plane that it needs to be. That's a very simple way of describing it. Oh, no, 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 no. Not Las Vegas. Well, first, before anything, I must say, you're already upset when you get to the airport because they renamed it to the Harry Reid International Airport. The former senator from Nevada, the progressive, the leftist, this awful guy. The guy who claimed Mitt Romney never paid his taxes and then later admitted, yeah, I was lying, but hey, we won and that's all that matters. Scumbag despicable despicable senator despicable progressive jerk and they named an airport after him it's gross so you're already there and then you got to do the whole self-checking thing and you got to put the tag on then you go to give your bag oh the people are gone there are no people there are three people doing agent assist you get put into a queue you know what i'm talking about that, that snake line where they hold all the people and then you go to a machine and you put the bag down on the machine and it makes sure that it's the right weight and everything else. Then you, and, and that doesn't work. Uh, the amount of times you have to reconfigure the bag and reconfigure the bag. Oh, look, there's something in the way. Oh, look, it can't just weigh the damn bag. You then take your ID and you put it on a, on a scanner. And while the ID is on a scanner, you have to look into a camera and the camera makes sure that you are the same as the picture on your ID. Well, that doesn't work. I saw these one, two steps of putting the bag on and having it weighed and the, the picture ID not work for 10 people in front of me. One in five people, everything went smooth. Everybody else had some kind of problem. And they've got two people managing these, these machines of, of eight, nine, or ten of them. And, and they're, they're fixing this, and they're scanning that, and they're overriding this, and they're doing that. This isn't safety. This is insane. And then you're waiting in line. And so the, the, the animosity, the pressure's building. They've already got you at the Harry Reid Airport. But we'll leave that one to the side. You have to check yourself in. You have to put on your own tag. It's, I'm not saying it's hard to do. I am saying this is all in the backdrop of already paying an exorbitant amount for your plane ticket. Then you got to go through, not actually talking to people, another series of machines that don't work. The machine's not working. The machine's not recognizing me. The guy from Spirit Airlines, instead of being helpful, is barking orders at me. Do this. Do that. You're barking orders at me? I'm the guy who bought the ticket. I'm the customer. So to Spirit Airlines, who's probably listening, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm the customer. Teach your employees to be nice. Now, everybody on the plane, both going to Vegas and coming back from Vegas, absolutely lovely. Everybody on the plane was right on. Even the gate agents were fine. These people at check-in in Vegas were awful. I mean, a bunch of first-rate jerks. And the anger is rising. 
So the machine doesn't work. The machine doesn't work. It can't take a picture of my face. The machine doesn't work. And never mind that I went to go uh, check in myself and it said, uh, yeah, 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 you can't do it. I'm like, why can't I do my luggage? Oh, you're traveling with that guy, meaning Fingers Malloy. You have to go over there and check in with him. So, because uh, I bought both the, the, the tickets, right? I just bought the tickets because I was setting up the business trip and so we were going. So if for some reason Fingers wasn't there, would I have a problem checking in or I'd have to go through another level of hassle? It all gets done. The bag is is off and 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 we check in. That process took 15, 20 minutes longer than it had to and built the frustration. Now we get into a thing that isn't necessarily the fault of, of uh, the airline. We get into the fault now of the TSA. Because you get to the TSA check-in, right? You got to go through security. The TSA has decided they can put up signs, no yelling, no screaming at, no berating. TSA officials, you can be fined. They start with a sign that says you don't get to say anything while the TSA is absolutely nasty. Again, barking orders at citizens and citizens take this crap. What the hell is this? Now, this is the fault of elected officials, and no elected official should be able to get out of a meeting without being yelled at by the constituents because of what's happening with TSA. It is an abusive system where they decided they can do anything, and you're not even allowed to open your mouth. All of a sudden, in this world, the TSA can tell you, if you respond in a way we don't like, we'll just send you to jail, we'll fine you. I'm just trying to get from point A to point B. So they manufacture acquiescence and force silence through power. I would get rid of the TSA if I was uh, Homeland Security uh, Director faster than you could say hello. Then again, if I was president, I'd get rid of Homeland Security altogether. This is a failure. This doesn't work. It's over. So you go through the TSA line. The TSA line is incredibly unfriendly incredibly unfriendly. They don't even try. They're not trying to be helpful. They don't act like they care. They act like you are a hindrance. You are the problem. The frustration builds even more. But luckily, I get through TSA without too much of a hassle, which is a whole nother thing because you can go through one airport and they give you a hassle about thing X and then on the return trip, no hassle whatsoever. Why? Why, why, why is that? There are times I'll bring a cigar cutter on a plane and some people are like, hmm, what's this? And other people, they won't notice it. It's ridiculous. Now we get into the citizen. So we did the company in the airport. We did the government. Now let's talk about the citizen. We get to the gate. I cannot tell you the amount of times people just started walking in front of us just cut right in front of us, and they're basically crawling. Did you not notice we were walking? Did you not notice we were there? Why are you cutting in front of us? They're oblivious. They don't care. We get to the gate, and we just want to sit down. And in front of seven empty seats is some guy sleeping on the floor. In front of seven empty uh, seats. He's just sleeping on the floor. Not in a place that's out of the way, right in the middle of where the gate area is. So am I supposed to wake him up to go sit 
At my gate? No, we sit three gates down because that's where there are some open seats. The frustration is growing. Then, I'm going to have a little breakfast. not going to be able to eat on the plane because everything on the plane costs $9 million. Uh, I, I get in line. It's a... Uh, it's, it's like a burrito place that does breakfast burritos. Fingers, what do you want? I'll get it. The person in front of me orders a burrito, a breakfast burrito. It's eggs, it's potatoes, whatever it is, and they decide to get guacamole on it, which is an extra $4. <laughs> Leave that to the side. I just wanted to share. The, the, the guy rolling the burritos, the person who was assembling things, was actually a totally decent dude. It's almost refreshing. The guy rolling the burrito. Do you ever see the movie Idiocracy? These people who are too dumb to know their own names. They do the most basic of tasks and they're dead inside. This guy was auditioning for Idiocracy 2 Electric Boogaloo. He was desperate to get in on the movie. Welcome to Costco. I love you. He was desperate to get in on the movie. He's rolling the burritos. He's rolling it for this woman in front of me. This woman paid the $4 for the guacamole. And what he's realizing is he's got too much stuff to roll the burrito properly. And so what does he do? He turns the burrito to try and re-roll it. It's a circle. It's a tortilla. I, I, I'm watching in amazement. And then he takes with his hand. I swear to you what happened, so help me God. He takes with his hand some of the guacamole. Bloop takes it off the burrito and puts it on the side so there's not uh, as much guacamole in it so he can roll it. This woman in front of me paid $4 for guacamole she didn't get. He didn't say, here you go. He didn't, he, he, he didn't even know his own name at the moment. He's like, what happened to my life? What happened to your life? What do you mean what happened to your life? You haven't done anything to try and make your position better or your life better. You can't figure out how to smile. Exactly how much training do you need? And you're like, my gosh, this is where the citizen is right now. And then I get my stuff and, and I, I sit down. I'm, I, I am at a boil. I'm at full boil. And that's when I realize everybody's dealing with this. They paid too much for their ticket. They were uh, treated like garbage by the airline that they had to pay too much for the ticket for while they're the same people who are forced to bail out the same airline every time the airline sneezes and something goes wrong. Then the TSA is totally abusive. Then the guy rolling the burrito screws you out of $4 worth of guacamole. And that's how we get to air rage. The society is failing the citizen. On every level, and on every level, it seems that the citizen is further and further treated like they are the problem. But there's actually a part two. Because what you're saying to me is, I wouldn't let myself be treated that way. And this is where the problem is. The citizen doesn't know how to fight back. They don't know how to push back. They don't know how to demand better. Nobody reached out to this burrito place in, in, the, in the airport and said, what the hell is this? Do better. We demand it. But it was the only place open. Your kids were hungry, so what were you going to do? And that's how they feel they got you. You need to get home. You're going to follow all our rules. Otherwise, we're going to make you miss your plane. So you're just going to deal with the pain. 
we got to start respecting ourselves. You know, I correlate this with how you uh, dress when you fly. These people who wear their pajamas, I'm not going to dig into the story right now. They have no respect for themselves. How do you expect people to respect, uh, demand respect if they don't respect themselves? But I am convinced this is what's leading to the air rage. This is what's leading to the anger. It is the total lack of respect from the airlines and from the government. And I think those things can be changed. Because if we don't change them, we're going to continue to have the rage. Uh, Luckily, uh, flew without uh, incident, which is, well, very important. That's my Vegas, that's just one of my Vegas stories. I'll tell you later about the naked guy at Harris. I'm Tony Katz. So the market coming off from the close on Friday, because those jobs numbers, as we said, as we said, you can't trust ADP to save your life. I said they've been right the past couple of times, but they have had such wild swings and now i mean when the when the jobs numbers came out and they were nowhere near expectations as opposed to adp which said the jobs numbers were going to double expectations well no wonder things went to pot on friday uh things trying to make its way back today we'll see where that market closes but nobody thinks that this economy is good And yet the White House keeps wanting to tell you how Bidenomics is bringing back jobs. These people never stop embarrassing themselves by believing that you aren't smart enough to know that they're lying. That's why you got to vote. So maybe they learned their lesson. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. Today.